Coming up, Shabbat is the day of rest. And now is the time we get cooking with a bit of help from Jamie Geller. are listening to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com, and I am your host, Heather Dean. And this week, I'm speaking about preparing special food for Shabbat with best-selling author and chef Jamie Geller. She is the creative force behind JamieGeller.com and the magazine Joy of Kosher with Jamie Geller. And you can check out Jamie's new initiative, Fresh Families, by visiting her online address, FreshFamilies.us. Welcome, Jamie Geller, to At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you, Heather. It's a pleasure. Okay. Well, tell us, why are the foods we eat on Shabbat different from the rest of the week? Well, Shabbat itself is different than the rest of the week. I mean, that is the pinnacle of the entire week. It's the what I believe to be the one factor that has held the Jewish people together for all these years. Mm-hmm. It is such a focus on the family unit, such a focus on spirituality, such a focus on recharge and relationships mm-hmm. and our relationships one to the other with our families and between God. And so everything takes on a special level of spirituality on this day. It's two mm-hmm. days, 25 hours spanning, you know, Friday to Saturday night. And so the foods themselves, my husband always says, it's not bread, it's challah. Right. You know, everything is just a different level. Right. And so special and um, and spiritual. So because of the holiness of the day, so we take our food up a notch. We make yes. it a little bit more festive. Okay, so what are the foods that are special in your house? What are your favorite Shabbat dishes? Well, first of all, the ceremonial bread for Shabbat, which I mentioned before, is challah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is it. That's the traditional egg braided bread. And that is, it's not Shabbat without challah. Even if you can't make it homemade, you have to buy challah. Mm -hmm. So that sets the tone. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's a first course that usually consists of fish and salads. The main course will have a meat or chicken, sometimes both, Mm -hmm. and beautiful side dishes, Mm -hmm. and then dessert. I mean, it's we don't miss a moment to celebrate there. It's never like, oh, we'll skip dessert this week. It's Shabbat. You have to have dessert. Right. And Shabbat every week, that's sort of like our Thanksgiving meal, right? So you can imagine in the regular world Thanksgiving in America, people stress out about that one meal every year, Mm -hmm. right? You have a tutorial where you actually make a Shabbat meal in under an hour. Yeah. That's crazy because, you know, most of us think, wow, really an hour? But when you see the video... Yeah. It's an hour start to finish, including cooking time, because it can get overwhelming. When you see the whole of the United States freaking out, as you said, about one meal, and we have it every week, and it's two meals. It's Mm -hmm. Friday night, and it's Shabbat day, it's Saturday lunch. Mm -hmm. It can be overwhelming. And for us mothers who are juggling so much, and even the fathers too, I mean, my husband's very involved in Shabbat preparations, but it's a lot. And so Mm -hmm. I wanted people to know that it's about the atmosphere and Mm -hmm. the the feeling that you're creating. And the food there is, of course, important but it doesn't have to be blow it out every week and overdone. Right, right. Now, in addition to the special food on Shabbat is the important tradition, as you say, of family mealtime. And I'm just wondering, do you think family mealtime is something busy families can realistically extend into the week as well? I think we have to try to. I mean, there is no question that it's hard to juggle everyone's schedules. And the more children you have, the more it is tonight, this one's there and that one's there. But if there's any way, if at all possible, to extend that to the to the weekday, that just further strengthens your family core unit. So we created an initiative called Fresh Families. You can find it at freshfamilies.us. Mm-hmm. And that's all about getting the family back around the table during the week and getting the kids involved in cooking as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me, uh, you, you've told me why it's important to launch this. So what are some of the the, the highlights to to undertaking such a thing because that can seem seem kind of overwhelming. Like kids, we're really going to try this and 
Now what? Right. Well, I think the idea is behind Fresh Families, it's menus, it's mm-hmm. meal planning, it's mm-hmm. shopping lists, it's recipes that are 10 ingredients or less and require one pot or one pan. Great. It's about making your life easy, the same premise as Shabbat in an hour. This should not be a stress to get the family around the table or to present mm-hmm. a holiday or festive meal every weekend. Mm-hmm. The idea is to make it easier so that you can enjoy the moments that are happening around the table. Very nice. Okay. You know, one of the radical concepts that put you on the map are are recipes that get you out of the kitchen. Yes. So who doesn't love shortcuts? I'm just wondering if you could share some of your favorite shortcuts for Shabbat food that we can prepare during the week. Sure. So one of the most overwhelming things is making challah from scratch. Everybody mm-hmm. feels like it's the ultimate. It makes you feel like the most wonderful homemaker around, but it's overwhelming baking bread from scratch. There's just no easy way to do it. So just in the past few months, I devised a overnight challah. Mm-hmm. So you're making the dough, not with a bread machine, but just a few ingredients. There's seven ingredients in challah representing the seven days of the week. Each Good. has spiritual significance. Nice. One bowl, one spoon. So no bread machine, five minutes mixing everything together and you let it rise in the refrigerator for a few days. Mm-hmm. Then you take it out. So you do this Monday night, you take it out Thursday with your kids, you braid and bake it. Mm-hmm. So even though those few days in the fridge, it's like an act of time. You don't have to worry about it. Because if you make challah from scratch the day up, it can be an hours yes. long process. Yes, yes, yes. Because there is the putting it in the bowl and then letting it rise, taking your challah blessing. Punching and then, it down, oh letting it goodness. rise, punching yeah. it down, letting yeah. it rise, braiding, yeah. letting it rise. It's mm-hmm. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So what's another great shortcut uh, once we've done our challah? So the, the Shabbat in an hour. We have many, many menus for Shabbat in an hour. So okay. it shows you something for your fish course, something for your main course, and for your dessert mm-hmm. with a side. So this is a complete menu for all the courses that we mentioned in one hour that includes prep and cooking time. Mm-hmm. So you'd be busy for one hour, but after that, you've got a beautiful meal. Right. Okay. So do you recommend that people maybe get all their ingredients out on the table before they launch into the this one hour, like what are the, what are the steps here? Sure. We publish our Shabbat in one hour menus with a game plan. So it tells you not only the ingredients that you need and that you have to get them out, but what to juggle during what, while mm-hmm. this is cooking, you're mm-hmm. doing X while, while this is roasting, you're doing Y, you know? So that's the idea. So there's a game plan behind it and that helps you manage your time. Okay. There's another tutorial that I really like also for people that want to do something creative with their challah, but maybe they're not so savvy is you do um, with another chef, a tutorial on the challah roll. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you and a chef uh, talk about which way you can braid one roll mm-hmm. using just one strand. Yes, yes, of course. Well, we have tutorials online mm-hmm. for many different ways mm. that you can just use one strand, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, and six braid challahs. Mm-hmm. So whatever you relate to, whatever feels easy to you, because people get overwhelmed with that six braid. So we certainly certainly show you an easy way to do it, mm-hmm. but you can make beautiful challahs with two or three strands as well. Right, right. Okay. Now the thing is, because we prepare during the week for Shabbat, I'm going to ask you to be honest because it's happened to me that you've made everything during the week, but then when you serve it on Shabbat, you realize, wow, that was such a fail. So I'm wondering, has the great Jamie Geller ever had a fail? when you serve it on Shabbat. Always. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) And that's the great thing. I write about all my fails, and then I just... Try, get up and start again. That's like with everything in life. I have so, and it's much more embarrassing for me. Imagine I have company and they're Mm. expecting and I have fails. It happens. (laughs) So yeah, 
it happens, it's real, and then you just like get back on the horse and okay. keep cooking. I think that one of the most common questions that people have is if they undertake making challah for Shabbat sure. and they're frustrated because their dough isn't rising. Yes. Do you get that a lot, that question? So yeah, so I have, that's the one thing that I've really perfected over the years. I made hundreds of pounds of challah just for this reason. So we have our foolproof and failproof recipe on jamiegeller.com. If you mm-hmm. search Jamie Geller's challah, you'll see it has hundreds of thousands of impressions and hundreds and hundreds of comments. And we've worked really hard to make it as simple and as straightforward as possible. Okay. So for someone who maybe isn't such a scientist when it comes to uh, cooking in the kitchen, what do you think is the most common reason that sometimes a challah doesn't rise or doesn't come out well? Well, usually it's the recipe. I mean, mm. that, that's, there is a chemistry behind baking. I say this all the time. There are no rules in cooking, but when it comes to baking, there's a chemistry. And yeah. you really do have to follow the recipe when it comes to baking, and especially bread. You want to do weights. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not the type of person that tells you to pull out a scale. You don't even need a measuring spoon, in my opinion, when you're cooking. Like, you could just kind of go for it if you have that, that uh, self-confidence, and you should. I hope that everyone feels, after reading my recipes, that they can make this and riff on it and just be inspired by them to be in the kitchen. But when it comes to baking, and especially it's really following the recipe to a T, even weighing your ingredients. Ah, I understand. Okay, great. And then, of course, uh, if we've not stuffed ourselves during a terrific Shabbat meal, we want dessert, right? Dessert should be especially festive on on Shabbat. So what are some of your suggestions as far as an easy, uh, nice-looking, and great-tasting Shabbat dessert? So, I mean, I love dessert. It's my favorite course. It's hard (laughs) to pick one of my favorites, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do love anything that I don't have to turn on the oven for. Mm. So I love Malabi, which is like an ins- Middle Eastern style chocolate pudding. And it's similar to regular chocolate pudding, except it's spiked with rose water. Mm. So if that's something that you like in your adventurous in your palate, you can definitely try that. And if not, you just leave it out. And it's much more like a panna cotta chocolate pudding. Mm-hmm. And I top that with crushed nuts or fresh fruits. I love introducing something fresh and having the dessert not be so heavy. Right. or always making sure there's some level of fruit or something for mm-hmm. the people that mm-hmm. want to taste a little something sweet but then don't want to like overindulge time after time, week after week, meal after meal. Amazing. What a great way to end it off with a nice dessert. Thank you so much, Jamie Geller, for taking the time to talk with us about preparing special food for Shabbat. My pleasure. And there are many excellent kosher recipes on H.com, and many of which are developed by Jamie Geller. Check them out. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.